life can be so challenging. Where can you go to get divine clarification, help, and advice? Well, may I introduce Natasha Venter, medium, coach, and direct connection to your guides and angels. Through her podcast, Life Clarifications, Natasha will help you navigate through and create your life's destiny. My name is Kevin McDonald, co-host of this podcast, and I've seen her work and know that through her incredible talent, you can be changed forever. So let's start another episode of Life Clarifications with Natasha. And there she is. Uh, there's the one. That's her, Your Honor. That's the one over there. <laughs> you know, sometimes life just gets in the way, doesn't it? Don't it you does. Wish you could just relax and enjoy what what really is you're passionate about and enjoy and stuff. But then you got to go do this thing called work and all that. That kind of sucks, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I want to call it. You have to do reality. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's not necessarily work. It's not necessarily because uh, it's like somebody doesn't even have to go to their nine and five job, but yet they have, still have to do reality, which is kind of a work. And so it's just where we got to do what's in front of us and do the better that we can and do with the choices we got to do. But yet at the same time, it's called working with it. Exactly. Now, you had a subject that you posted that we wanted to talk about today. I did. I did. Because, in, you know, it's funny how right now life is making us do certain things. And I posted yesterday a thought for life. Are you walking your mind story or are you? Okay. Today, my dyslexia is getting to me. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be here. I'm going to work. I'm going to go, okay, repeat like I tell my kids that I work with at school. Uh, okay, let's take a breath. Let's take a moment. Let's get where we're at because sometimes we're still somewhere else when we're trying to read and our, it's hard to read. Okay, so a thought for thought. Are you walking your mind story or are your internal knowings or your internal knowings? So are you work, walking your mind story? So what is your mind telling you? Or are you walking your internal knowings, what your heart tells you who you are, what your gut tells you who you are, uh, what life tells you what you are? Because sometimes our minds tell us something that isn't true. No, be still my foolish heart. Really? Yes. And I'm going to give an example. Please. Okay. For people who lose a lot of weight. Their reality is that they may be thinner, but yet their mind keeps telling them that they're still ugly, that they're still fat, they're still, you know, this person, they're still, you know, unwanted, um, they're bullied, they're la da 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 da. And yet at the same time, though, reality is a little different. Or like I was telling one of the students I was working with that, you know, like for me, I didn't really read till after high school. And so with that, that there's a lot of things that I struggle with even today. And like she was saying that she didn't want to speak in front of her classmates because she was worried about saying the wrong word. And I said, well, you know, I took an F in high school. I didn't get up in front of class. The teacher even made me get up and I still froze. And I wasn't even stage fright. It was reality fright because of being bullied, because of being a lot of different things, not being noticed, you know, either I was bullied or not noticed. So that's an opposite of bullying, you know, because you're basically, you know, invisible with your classmates. 
you know, and so with that, the, there's a lot of these realities. Now look at me. Even though I just flubbled, <laughs> I don't, I didn't really care. And so I was telling my student, the reality is, is that we're get, we're all making mistakes. Who really cares? You know, if the more we care about it, the more, but that's our mind telling us that we shouldn't make mistakes or we are below somebody else. But yet in reality, are we? Nope. Well, and part of the problem is, is that our mind, to me, it's kind of like a tape recorder and it, it, uh, it takes in, it records stuff that we hear from other people about us and then it plays it back to us as if we said it and, yes. we, and we believe it. And exactly. that's, that's just plain wrong. It is because, you know, especially if we hear, hear it more often, like I was walking by somebody and he yelled to a student, just be quiet, stupid. Oh, that wasn't a teacher, I hope. No. Good. And I stopped because today was one of those days where I was running from one end of the playground to the other. I stopped and I said, do not do that. For Good one, for nobody's stupid. For two, we all know something. And we all don't know something. So nobody is stupid. Correct. And I'm going to repeat that. We all know something and we all don't know something. But none of us are stupid. And many times we can have an 80-year-old that hasn't had a life experience and they have no idea about it. Yep. It's true. Sometimes we have a five-year-old who hasn't done it yet and they don't know anything about it. Neither one of them is stupid, but yet our mind tells us we are. So are we living our mind story or are we living reality story, our internal knowing story? And we all have these truths that we got to work out. You know, it's just, it's just an interesting time. And this is the time the planets are really speaking to us to take hold of who we truly are. Are we our mind story or someone else's truth? Because that somebody else's truth comes into our mind story. Or are we someone that is just being life and knowing that we're doing the better we can, perfectly imperfect? Mm -hmm. Well, but at the end at the same time, we tend to value what other people say about us more. It's, it's insidious. That we tend to value what other people say about us more than what we say about ourselves. Or what we should know about ourselves. What we should know about ourselves. Love, yeah, and I don't want to say should, coulda, woulda, woulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda, woulda. It's not that kind of should. <laughs> okay? It's that, it's that, who am I truly? You know, you take two people who grow up in these moments just a minute, Bev, and I'll read what you said. We, we grew up in these moments where one family could be abusive. The other one can have, uh, could have a moment. And I, I'm going to finish I, this I thought. know. I just, I just lost your, lost your concentration for you. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's, so it's okay. So we have two stories of a family, okay, of two families, okay? And one story is that, you know, there's abuse. You're ugly. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're, um, you're stupid. You know, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, you do something for the first time. What are you thinking? 
didn't you know better? You know, all these like, yeah. and then you have one family, another family that's growing up saying, you know, well, okay, you made a mistake. What can we do to do different? You know, this kid over here who grew up in that abusive family could have the best attitude about life, a optimist, you know, I can do better, da, da, da. The person who grew up in this other family could think the worst of themselves. You know, it doesn't matter what we really grow up in. It's how do we manage it ourselves? And, you know, we can have different astrology signs, you know, there's different things in our planets, um, like what Janet Hickox on my show, you know, what was now four weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, did our human design. You know, there's certain things that we're made up to be. Some of us are made to be more optimistic and some are more pessimist. You know, it's just part of life, you know, and it depends on what we're filled in with, you know, to make it where is it more our truth or is it somebody else's truth? But that's, you can watch that past video for that information. <laughs> so with this, that as we work and as we do things, but right now in our life, we're coming back from COVID, we're coming back from this life altering experience, and we're all doing things. What can we really find out that is our truth? And sometimes we get in these situations where, you know, we end up in the hospital, we end up with a heart attack, we end up with, um, like the other week, last week, I, I noticed an observation that I had like seven to 10, 15, 10 kids come up to me and said, I bonked my head. And it was all on the left side and the front spot. I'm like, going, okay, what part of the brain needed to be woken up? <laughs> you know, because it was interesting how it was all on the same side. All but maybe one was on the same side in the same general area. There is something about how when we get into these situations that things wake us up to think differently. And we and it's working with those situations is how we can do that to find our internal knowing, not what our mind wants to say. Very true. You want to talk to Beverly now? I would love to talk to Bev. So thank you, Bev, for being patient with me. I had to finish that thought. There was something that happened at school, and I'm making sure that I'm here with you guys now because that was then. This is now. By the way, if you would like to talk to Natasha, if you've got an issue, if you've got something you'd like her to discuss with you, do exactly what Bev did and uh, go to the comments and uh, write in the comment and we will read it on the air and then we'll have a discussion with uh, between you and Natasha. So, Natasha, I'm at a crossroads and I've been making and have to make a decision and wonder what you see happening in the near future. Oh, OK. So, Bev. Um... This is sometimes where having more of a personal session, even if it's a half an hour, can give some guidance because there's language that comes up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tap in and you've given me permission. We are all in a crossroads. Okay, we're coming into Mercury. Uh, Mercury is going to go into retrograde at the end of this month and it's in Gemini. So it's about the mind. How can we think? How can we communicate better? How can we think about how we can communicate better? Your crossroads, okay, so I'm going to be honest with you here, sweetie. I'm not going to answer your question right now because I want to tune in a little bit more. Like I said, there's something that just happened and, you know, my life happens to do this. 
<laughs> it's like, when can I just have a straight line to anywhere? <laughs> no, because I'm here to witness my own life to help others through theirs. So give me a few minutes. I need to take a breath or two, and then I'll answer your questions because I'm going to tap in in just a second for you, okay? But just give me a moment to kind of collect myself getting in here, okay? I appreciate your patience with me. So with that, go ahead. Do you need to go light a candle or something like that? No, no it's not something bad. It's just, oh, okay. it was it was just, um, okay. As well, an adult. Let's, let's put it this way. You... Your day is you were at school all day and and then you rushed back to your house to then so that we could do this. And so if everything doesn't go just perfectly, there's going to be a moment where it's going to take you a moment to uh, relax, settle down, uh, get into the flow and all that kind of stuff. So we'll and it's called being in the intuitiveness of my school and yeah. what to do there. And now I'm in the intuitiveness for the bigger picture. And I'm going to be honest with you. I Today was one of those days as an adult, I had to set up boundaries and it caused a ripple effect. And there was still a kid in tears at the end of the day because of that ripple effect, because things didn't work the way he wanted them to. <laughs> so my love goes to the child, the student. I, I made it the better that I could as the adult, but it's just one of those things you just kind of go, oh, but. There again, boundaries <laughs> aren't always easy. So, you know, there's there's these things that are happening and it, it's just what is what is. So thank you for everyone for sending love and everything. And nothing bad happened. It's just when you have a boundary you got to create and it doesn't make it comfortable for everyone. So this kind of actually ties in to the story. Are we walking our mind story? Or are we talking our inner truth? So my mind story in an old habit could have said, oh, yes, I can reach in. I can do this. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm very intuitive. I can read it. I can do that. But then my internal knowing said, stop. This is not about who you are this way. It's about who you are this way. And this is the moment to take the moment to move forward and do what we need to do. And so as we walk forward and as we do things, we kind of find out the path actually works its way out. You know, and many of times our mind wants to say, hurry up, fix it, do it. Do it. Like me, I wanted to kind of say, well, let me appease this. <laughs> no, that didn't work quite well. So that's about those knowings of who we are. I could go into the story right now of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. No, I know I did the right things. I know I did the better things. I know I was perfectly imperfect doing it, like I've said before. But we all have these moments where things happen. And we all are waking up. And sometimes us who have an understanding of who we are can help those that don't. <laughs> okay. of course that's what it, that's what it's all about you would you like me to take that off the screen so that you don't uh so that you can be a, a little bit more uh, i will i will tune in actually it might help me where i'm not reading so thank you because sometimes when i read it puts me out of my intuitiveness ah there again 
the mind wants to take over what the bigger knowing is. Very good. And, you know, today was a very dyslexic day. I couldn't get a name out of my mouth if I wanted to. I couldn't even hear right. Somebody said, you know, can you stop? And I heard, <laughs> she said, and I said, <laughs> so it must be frustrating as heck. But today was one of my days. It was funny. I had a student who likes to follow me around a little bit. And I took out two Band-Aids out of my purse to give something. And then I said, oh, I wish I would have had another one. And then we both looked down at my purse and she said, did that Band-Aid just appear? Because she watched me pull out my purse. She watched me pull out my Band-Aids. And she goes, that just appeared. And I said, I guess it did, didn't it? Because <laughs> I didn't see it either. And then I looked in my purse, and there was my fairy in my purse. He was walking around with me all recess, so I had to make sure I didn't squeeze him. Um, and and he, he had a right or wrong, and he gave me my Band-Aid, which I used on another student in like about 10 minutes <laughs> after that. So it was kind of funny. That was my kind of day today. It was just kind of interesting how magic was happening in the midst of reality happening. Mm -hmm. You know, it just kind of was funny. And I had a couple kids that were looking in my purse because the story kind of went around about my fairy in my purse. And I opened it up and kids were looking in there. And all of a sudden, a paper went blink. <laughs> it was like, and it was right where he was at. I could see him. But, and I, you know, I didn't know if anybody else can see him because some kids can see fairies, some can't. And they go, did, I said, did you see the fa that paper move? That's my fairy. And they went. <laughs> so I had fun today with a fairy while I was making kids cry. And so it was one of those days. Now make everybody happy. <laughs> so obviously he's still with me because I'm giggling over the situation. So Bev, the crossroads, you're feeling some of the crossroads. You're navigating through some of the crossroads. So with that, with your crossroads, just know that that you're gonna find out. And I feel like it's gonna be kind of at the last minute which way you should go. But I feel like there's a personal time that we can have a conversation would be better for this. Cause I feel like there would be a little more finer tuned. You're, um, there's the situation around you that people are almost not following their greater, better health, situations. So what I'm going to say to you is, is that remember to take a breath, sit back, write out pros and cons for both of your crossroads. So one would have cause and effect, another one would have a cause and effect. And I feel like that with that, you can kind of get down a little bit more details about what's going on. And if you get a I shouldn't do that. Find out why you shouldn't. So go down a little bit more. I shouldn't do it because I'm fearful. What am I fearful of? I'm fearful that I am, um, I'm not going to be able to do it to my strength. Well, why don't you think you can do it to your greater strength? Well, I'm not feeling like I can do it to my greater strength because somebody will notice me. Well. Am I afraid of being noticed? 
Why am I afraid to be noticed? Well, I'm afraid of being noticed because somebody will see who I truly am. Well, okay. And so do you see how I'm kind of going down the list of why I shouldn't? And it's funny where we get to where we need to go. There's something about you taking a little bit closer look into this will give you a greater truth into where you're going. I think right now that you're you're still, I feel like your energy is still up higher. It's about coming back down into it and seeing what really can give you the benefit. There's people involved that you have to wait for a little bit more truth to get the better situation. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm feeling for the overall view with not getting very much information. I hope that helps, Bev. And would you like to talk to Kathy now? Do you feel in the mood? <laughs> I feel in the mood. Thank you. My fairy set me right. <laughs> All righty. Blessings, Natasha. You know about Miss Maisie, the Idaho Sheltie. Yes. Any insights for the now? Any? I, you know, Kathy, I've been meaning to message you, but life has actually been busy. I've been thinking about you a lot. There's something that is going on right now that is um happening that you're um that you've just been really on my mind and so i was gonna i was getting in touch with you so thank you for reaching out that uh, she is she going through some memories of her first months of life she feels like that she's kind of having i don't want to call it psd but that kind of memory relapse of things going on. She um, it feels like she is, um, there's a little bit of angst, anxiety in her. And so the more that you can, and I know that the way you are, um, Kathy, so, but if the more that you can just calm her by just having those, um, that she is, the more that you can picture wrapping her up in a um, blanket of love, um, calming her, picturing yourself being with you with security, that whatever you can put her in, in the most security that she is, I feel like that she's just kind of um, uh, struggling right now with something. Do you have a new energy that's around you? Also, that's triggering this, a new guide, a new, uh, uh, there's something about the, that there's something going on. So either there's a new neighbor that's moved in, a new sound that's moved in. Um, <laughs> she's wacky. <laughs> yeah. So there's something about a new guide for you or a new somebody that's physical around you that's creating this angst energy. And this guide is just something that's new, but it's creating, you almost have both of them, don't you? That there's, um, yeah, there's something about this energy that's doing this, but you also have a new guide that's coming in. And this new guide is going to help you through some things, but this new guide is um, is creating some different energy in the room that's throwing her off. So she's kind of, you got a kind of a, a triangle going on around you that is where um, she's had these, these energies are triggering some old thoughts for her. And so the more that you can just do those things to create, um, create just calm around her, do those things that can create calm around her. Like, um, 
you know, like if she lays on a bed, put the, um, the, the um, lavender for some reason or something like that, the scent. Uh, you have stones, so put a stone where she lays to help her, like under the blanket or underneath her bed, um, uh, you know, those kinds of things that will help. Uh, also, too, I really picture, you know, the, like those um, thunder blankets or those thunder vests? Kind of, um, you know, something like that, but metaphorically put that around her so that there's calmness for her. New traits, new adventures, and new creating a safe space for both them as we travel. Yes. So there's something about this that's because remember the last time she traveled really long far was coming from her home that she knew to your home. And so do you, does she know that she's not going to be leaving you? So there's some of this kind of scenario that's going on. Um, and so you're, you're very intuitive, my dear. And I, that's why I'm, <laughs> I know you well that way. That, um, that picture of putting that kind of like a thunder blanket or, or um, vest around her that will help, um, that can help out with that. Uh, so, you know, that, that as things happen and as things move forward, that you guys can do your travels and practice makes better for her. She just isn't, is not managing well with some of these changes. Now, is this a, uh, just a regular Sheltie? Yes. Cause we had, I had a Sheltie that dog was nuts. Um, <laughs> He 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 barked at the fan. If we we had a uh, indoor fan, and he would stand there and bark at that for hours at a time. He didn't let anybody but the family touch him or get near him. He was he was an odd duck. So it's part of the breed, I think. I don't know. Um, it can be a little bit, you know. That. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it new, 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 new. I, 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 I am neurotic enough for everybody, so I don't need. Yeah, that. yeah. No, she's. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, and, and I think that it's just remember what how she came to you, that her her um, uh, that she. Remember when she came, I remember the conversation that you had with me that her owner wanted to get rid of her. And she was a little bit older months. So there was something about not being wanted. Remember, and her owner was moving at the same time. So there was a lot of chaos around you getting her. And then you gave her that space and time to come. But she was she was a little bit older. So there's some things that were involved. So there's, there's a lot that's going on right now. And then there's a lot of energy going on that the dogs are picking up. Uh, mine's quite unsettled too, a little bit. And, and my cat has growled and hissed at me more in the last week <laughs> than she has in a month. There's just something that's wonky. Like I had, when I pet her, I have, I even tell her, can I pet you? And my energy must be off too because she won't let me touch her. <laughs> so with that, the, the things are just going on right now 
that are interesting. And that's why I felt like I needed to talk about this. But are we living the mind story of what's going on? Or are we living our heart story? Yes, we're all kind of doing that. And that's what we really, I'm going to say we really, <laughs> if we can, take those moments and ask ourselves, what is the truth that's in my reality? Yeah, I may have a wacky dog. Yeah, I might be having a new situation that I'm moving into navigating through. Yeah, I may be having this scenario happen. But really, is it me or is it the situation or is it the energy around me? So take a look, take a moment and see what we can do around what's going on. And she says, that new guide has me jumping through hoops. <laughs> yeah, we're all jumping through this new trust that we have to work through, just like the student that you know we told them that what we have of yours is safe the teacher has it and it's safe he couldn't trust until the next morning and that's the thing is sometimes we have to trust not our mind story of what can what am i going to do where can i go what da, 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 what can i do no just breathe sit back sometimes we have to wait a few minutes to get the truth Is this mine? Yes. I, you know, that's the thing. Like for me today, I had to remind myself to say, what's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. And what's between you and me is something of love, grace, angel, belief system, whatever it is. What's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. What stands between me and somebody else. Because even me coming in, I was still at school kind of holding. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to let this student be on his own journey because he has to learn his own experiences. I'm going to wrap him in love because that's what I can do. I'm asking for healing on this and then we'll move forward. So as we walk and as we do, do we believe the mind story of, oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. I really screwed up. I didn't. No, we have to really sit back. This is the opportunity right now. Yeah, breathe, woman, breathe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because we can't do what we want to do at the minute we want to do it the way we want to do it. Sometimes we have to stop and breathe. Stop and breathe. Thank you, Kathy. You know, we're all just in these moments of big changes. We're. She's going to send you a couple of short, very amateur videos and... Uh, she'll mess Facebook message you later. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no, because Kathy and I have danced some dances of some, <laughs> some major changes. And like she says, Natasha, I always get a hold of you when I need the straight truth. <laughs> and, he, and actually, I've had a couple other people who, you know, like one person was going to buy a house and and everybody was saying, yeah, it's a great house. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And I went, mm. <laughs> well, it ended up being that. Mm. <laughs> you know, because I'm not, I'm not out here for um, that hematite has a purpose. Yes, hematite. I love hematite. I have actually one in my car that I sit. It's a big ball that I sit in my lap when I can't get grounded, <laughs> so I can drive. <laughs> That's quite a picture right there. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it, it, it sits on my lap. <laughs> you can be quiet at this moment. See, I don't need the fairies to have more of this conversation. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, this or something better. Uh, you know, we just had a full moon. We're walking into a new moon. We're walking into Gemini, uh, Mercury going into retrograde in Gemini. So there's going to be some navigation that we're going to have to go through here. Okay. And Mercury in retrograde always has. Thank you. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> Come on, viewers. Natasha's awesome. Ask her a question or two. Thank you, Kathy. Um, that as we walk and as we do, every Mercury in retrograde, every single one has a theme. Everyone has everyone has a theme that we're here to learn. So this one or and Mercury already has a theme of communication. So like the last one was about how. Um, how or one last year was about communication so in other words i was doing my new internet i blew a hole in the um or of my house because i was so upset getting my new internet net that wasn't working and but it was all about communication internet's about communication outside of me the story i was working on was the internal story of communication with myself so what I did is I ended up blowing the rest of the hole open around me and I just decided, hey, I can do this. So I stopped the story to create a new story for me. Veronica says her husband is a Gemini. Does this mean arguing? You know, sometimes when people are in the sign that the um, planet is going through, a lot of times they have an easier way of managing it. The thing about Mercury in retrograde in Gemini, it's going to be about communication. So how can we clean up our, our communication? It also creates a shadow effect. So before we go step into an argument, I'm going to suggest. What is this argument truly about? If we can take a moment to breathe, as someone comes in, just say, just a minute, hello, glad you're home. Glad to, uh, I'll, I'll, can we just talk in a minute, please? And then find out, okay, he came in yelling. So what happened in his day? Is this about me? Or is this about something that happened in his day? Okay. Since he walked in the door, I'm guessing it's not more me than it is something else. So just a minute. I'll, I'll read that. Let me finish this thought. And thank you. <laughs> You're learning this about me, Kevin. <laughs> that as, as we walk, so then instead of creating the argument, we can kind of say something like, uh, did your take not go the way you wanted it to? No, it didn't. Okay. Uh, can I give you something, you know, like tea or you want to sit down, you know, play a game on your cell phone for a little bit and take your shoes off? 
and I'll finish dinner. I'll go do what I was going to do, but I'll give you a moment to get yourself together. Find out what the argument is truly about first. So we're not going into the mind story. This is about me. What did I do wrong? What am I doing? No, because actually the argument can turn around and be about us. But yet if we stop it at the beginning, take a moment, breath. What's this argument about? Practice makes better. Practice makes better. And I can tell you, this has saved about um, 50% of my arguments <laughs> in my house by taking that moment and checking why. Instead of going into the story of I did something wrong, what did I do wrong? Which I'm going to tell you, I still have to battle to this day. There's sometimes when my meal doesn't turn out right and I have to say for the other person and I have to say to myself, oh, I didn't. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. He might have been expecting something else. I didn't do wrong. He might have been expecting something else. See, the word is expecting. So expectations, when expectations don't get met for someone else, they demean us to get there to that expectation, which means our stories start going off that I didn't do right. So are we living our truth? Or are we living our mind's thoughts? Somebody walks into my house and yells at me. I have a tendency to say, what the hell are you yelling at me for? You just got here. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes a straight effect gets there too. So thank you for that <laughs> observation there too, or that perception too. You know, because I probably wouldn't have lived with an alcoholic for 20 years if I would have said something, had stronger boundaries somewhere that's in my life. That, that, that's very <laughs> you know, true. I would have been divorced or he would have gotten sober sooner. You know, I don't know. I always, but you know, like my coworker says, Natasha, can you talk to this person about this? You always come in a little bit more gentler than I would have. <laughs> which, which is good you've got you've got a great way about you and a, a, a man that that is clearly going through even though he's been sober for eight years he still is going through that that whole thing that that they go through over time and you you're you handle it you handle it beautifully and which is why you're you've been married for 30 years. <laughs> That's why I've been married for 30 years because I just seem to be able to navigate through things for some reason. And I'm learning over time not to take them all personally. Because that's what my mind wants me to do. But my knowings, my truth are saying, I'm not responsible for that. And that, that, that can be hard too, because you, you, you know, it's hard, it's, it's hard to step back when you're getting, when you're having energy, negative energy thrown at you. Sometimes it's really hard to step back and say, wait a minute, let me calm down. Why don't we hold this conversation for 10 minutes and then we'll come back to it. Um, but some, I have a tendency, if somebody comes at me with a, an aggressive, uh, anger spirit, Mm -hmm. I returned the favor quickly because mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like getting yelled at. It's not, not in my I DNA. don't either. And so for me, I now remember I'm a double um, cancerian. So I have uh, two crab signs and the Aries bull or the Aries sign. Okay. 
So for me, I have a tendency to want to go under rocks, <laughs> under the water, under the emotion, <laughs> under things. And so that's where I sometimes go under and around and through it. There's been times, though, where um, somebody's walked in the door and I walked out the back door. A wise plan. You know, and then I walk in and I kind of go, okay. <laughs> I'll get back to what I was doing. Hi, how are you? There's been times where I walked down the stairs and I was getting grumped at. I walked up the stairs and I came back down the stairs and I said, good morning. How are you? Did you sleep well? I really hope so. <laughs> and he went, oh. And I went, mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually was a very funny way to handle it. You did, you did really well. I just, you know, I... I'm learning because of the dyslexic part of me, the um, the part of me that was bullied, that part of me that felt less than, the one that was the 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 whisper in the wind when I walked down a hallway because nobody would notice me. You know, I I just I've just learned that being an observer of life, being the only child with not very many friends, you know, growing up, you know, cause I lived, I was, there was only one other kid on my block when I grew up. So I didn't have much interaction. I had great cousins. I saw them often, but yet they had their own story. So as I walked and as I did, I really listened to a lot of elders on how they navigated. And it took me a while to put that to application. But I really had to remember what my mind was telling me wasn't always truth. Correct. The stories that we tell ourselves most oftentimes are not true. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Kathy and, and Veronica have been saying some things, so I'm not caught up on what they were saying. Uh, Kathy said many are moving into their, in their, their blessed paths. Mm -hmm. So it can be intriguing with details changing. Exactly. And when we're going through many life-altering changes, like a lot of us are, we can't, it's so hard to not step into our old stories. But this is the time to break loose. Now, this is the one thing that I learned, this one mantra. When I was at um, on a trip to Spain and the my loving roommate moved out because there's something that interacted between us and I didn't understand. She didn't tell me. And that one moment taught me how I perceive myself is how others perceive me. I'm going to say that again. How I perceive myself is how others perceive me. So me now on a trip in another country with no roommate, really no friends, because a lot of the people that I went with were acquaintances, I had a chance to practice. Was I going to scrunch back into my shy, quiet self, who I used to be, Natasha? People don't. People who used to know me can't, can't believe how unshy I am right now, because I used to be really quiet and shy. So I could have sat there and felt sorry for myself, been a victim ate breakfast by myself, ate dinner by myself, um, went on um, the tours by myself. Or 
I can believe in myself, treat myself like I'm somebody, how I believe in myself. I'm an equal as everybody else. Some people have friends, some people don't. Some have people have acquaintances, some don't. I practiced reaching out. Hey guys, you're going to dinner. Do you mind if I tag along? How I perceive myself less than them? No. I was part of them. I was part of the group. Hey guys, do you mind if I tag along? Where are you going? You know, I know you're going to dinner. Do you mind? I didn't necessarily just jump in. If it seemed like there was a group of four that they want to spend time together, I would observe that and I wouldn't ask. But if there's like a group of three, six, you know, off number, you know, I would just say, hey, you know, or I would mention to somebody, hey, I'm going to, um, you know, going to dinner. Does anybody want to tag along with me? You know, how I perceived myself was how others perceived me. And then there was times where I decided to go on a tour by myself because I was okay by myself. It wasn't because I was a victim. I didn't perceive myself as a victim. I perceived myself as an opportunity to practice. I believe in myself. And Kathy says that we're all learning and learning to unlearn what we already learned that often through repetition, which we thought were accurate. Oh, I'm yes. I'm going to say that again because I don't. And we're all learning and learning to unlearn what we already learned. That's now that's complicated right there. And yeah. are often through repetition that we thought was accurate, were accurate. Yes. So in other words, so through a repetition of being bullied, being dyslexic, being depressed, I learned the repetition of being less than. Then as I moved forward in life through practice, I unlearned that shyness by practicing. Instead of being in the corner of a room with a lot of people, I said, okay, there's three people I'm going to challenge myself today. Three people. I'm going to go talk to three people. And I would stand there and go, oh, they don't have anybody to talk to. I'll walk over and say, hi, I'm Natasha. You know, just wanted to say hi. You know, how did you know to come here? Or who do you know here? Or, you know, I just start some general conversations. And that's how you interact. That's how you unpractice what you already know about yourself that your mind wants to tell you. Because your mind story or other people's story that your mind believes tells you that you're less than usually, that you're stupid, that you're that you're you don't know things. When did we ever start to walk the first time? You know, many of us fell on our butts several times to learn to walk when we were kids. You know, did we ever learn to ride the bike the first time? No, many of us fall, fell and scraped up our knees, but we got pretty good riding bikes. You know, did how many times did we actually push on the brake too hard when we learned how to drive or pushed on the gas too hard when we learned how to drive? Some of us even bumped into cars <laughs> when we learned how to drive. I was pretty lucky there uh, that I didn't. So with that, that, that we all have to learn to do something. now unlearning it okay many of us learned to scoot across the floor and we had to unlearn scooting to learn to crawl and then we had to learn to unlearn crawling to be able to stand and walk 
So there's times when we practice undoing something to do better. But I'm going to let you know that if you notice everything that I mentioned, we replaced it with something. So when you're unlearning something, you have to replace it with something. So like I have a friend that um, is that has going through a life altering experience or she's going through, you know, a situation. And I said, okay, so what you need to do is, and yes, I use the word need and I understand that nobody needs to do this, but I'm offering this as a, this is something that can change your life. So I'm using that need word as that moment that whenever your brain starts saying, what happened? Why stop? I'm writing a new book. What story do I want do I want to write for myself? The mind starts saying, "Why didn't I do this with that situation? Why didn't I do stop? What is the story I'm writing with my new book? So it's okay if the mind wants to do it, but what can we do to create a new story? I'm going to tell you we are all in the midst of Finishing off the old book of our lives to create a new book of our lives. Exactly. And also with the habits we want to change, substitute the new, better, preferred. Yes. Kathy. Because it's not necessarily, sometimes it's not, I'm going to tell that, that, you know, like me going from uh, working, doing hair, and then finding out that my dad had cancer, sometimes it's not moving to doing better. Sometimes life moves us into something to wake us up to move us to the something else. In other words, that um, like when I, um, when I was struggling with being a mom, being a wife, doing the work, all of a sudden I found out my mom had Lou disease. Well, what that ended up doing was it got me out of my story of being less than. And I just had to get my crap together. I'm going to call it crap because it, the other word was the S-H-I-T well, word. This is, this is the internet. We can do anything. Yes. So I had to get my shit together there you and, go. and take care of my two kids, my alcoholic husband, and my mom now with Lou Gehrig's disease. So in other words, I had to make a situation. Was this the house we were supposed to stay in? Well, it was for a little bit, but a wheelchair wasn't going to work in that house. So we were going to have to find another house. Okay, how was I going to do that? Finances. So in other words, no matter how dyslexic my mind wanted to believe I was, life was showing me I had to get my stuff together. I had to make sure my P's and Q's were together. I had to make sure that things were running smoothly. And I can tell you, after dealing with that, I kind of actually said, wow, I kind of was able to accomplish a lot, even though I have a hard time reading. But that didn't mean there were some times where I said to my husband or I had, like sometimes my mother-in-law would come out and I said, can you read this with me? Because I knew reading wasn't my strength. So I'd be vulnerable enough to ask somebody else, can you make sure I'm reading this right? And I still do this to the day. There's sometimes contracts where I say, um, can somebody read this to me? Because I'm not getting it. And so thank you, Kevin, for reading these for me. Because sometimes my brain's not reaching into reading. Well, we're not asking you to be to read. We're asking you to tell people what's on your mind. And that's more <laughs> important. And Kathy says, without judgment of the past, we are replacing positive 
creative focus versus mm -hmm. what we had, which may have been a negative story that we taught. And that was me saying that, but, yes. but uh, so anyway, but uh, Kathy, Kathy is pretty bright. I got to tell you. She is. She's, she's another intuitive worker and I, I love Kathy. She does a great work and, and she actually does a lot of caregiving for people. So she sees a lot of the past stories that people sit with um, and they review. When you get to your elder years, you start reviewing your life in the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And then it's like, oh, you know what? In that moment, if I would have had more guts to say something, it would have changed what happened. Yeah. So, so, so you two are going to have to explain to me why Kathy hasn't been on a podcast yet. You know, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> you know, there's those moments where, you know, maybe Kathy can be one of my, my, uh, you know, I'll have to talk uh, to Kathy. She loves you too. I love you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so grateful because this is the moment where we're all in these moments of change. And, you know, I, I have walked with so many people, you know, Kathy has been in my life for, Oh gosh, when did we start doing fairs, Kathy? Uh, it was back. And I took you out to dinner. Um, cause I wanted to be with you. So that was, Oh yeah. You were 11 years ago. You're yeah. So Kathy and I, so Kathy knew me when I first started doing intuitive work at fairs. So you've probably seen me shift a lot from being the person who was sitting at the table, kind of waiting for people to come by to me, starting to talk to people and then me starting to do this. <laughs> yep. 2002, 2003. So I started doing this. So you started doing that in 2002. So I, 2006 is when I started doing my fairs. That's, a, that's amazing because 2002, 2003 was when I started doing the radio. Mm -hmm. So, it, and it's all coming to fruition now. So, and she did the magazine Voice for Choice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Does, so I does that I may have interviewed her as, as, as Positive Talk at one point. Maybe. Kathy Positive Talk Radio way back when in 2003? Maybe, maybe. Uh, so I was uh, I was on right after Cameron. Uh, Cameron was on from, what was it, 10 to or 9 to noon? Nope, she says. Uh, okay, well, one of us has a bad memory. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> No, Cameron and I were on right after each other. I was Cameron and Lucia were first uh, with uh, Contact Talk Radio, and then Positive Talk came on right after that. So there. Yep. Nope. You did not interview me. <laughs> well then, where the hell you been? Let's get going. <sighs> So Kevin does, Kevin does other podcasts and he does amazing job with other podcasts on his, um, uh, my independence report. And then this, he does Mondays and Wednesdays, Wednesdays with me. I do like, like seven or eight or nine of these a week. Oh, oh now she says she's hiding. Okay. Ah. Mm -hmm. well, I'll talk with you later, Kathy. <laughs> makes, makes perfect sense. Um, but you know, it's, it's, 
the reason that I'm do, I do this with Natasha is um, every, every week. And then occasionally we get to do Martha's show on Sundays. Uh, although I'll have to talk to you after this. Um, but uh, it's, uh, we, we do Mondays at four and we do Wednesdays at four. And those are dedicated to her skills and what she does. Uh, Mondays with a couple other folks who are hypnotherapists. So it's, it's, it's great fun for me just to wind them up and watch them go. <laughs> you do that well. And then, then you interlude these wonderful little questions that go. <laughs> I'll just take you anywhere. We go down a different, we go down a rabbit hole sometimes, but it's a nice rabbit hole. And, it and, is a nice rabbit hole. And and by the way, I don't any any interview that you did with someone like Lucia or Cameron or anybody else has nothing to do with uh, the skills that I have to interview you and do it in a positive way to make you feel loved and happy, and get the information out that people need. Exactly, because somebody's perception, somebody's perception isn't always the perception that reality wants to show us. Someone else's reality isn't what re the reality that the universe wanted to show us there's somebody that we reach that can help us manage there's something that is greater picture of this that can help us out and we can't always navigate through life with someone else's perception nope. it's not our truth it's not our gut truth it may be our mind truth but it's not our gut truth yep and you have to feel positive enough about who you really are mm -hmm. to not listen to that other stuff that's out there yeah so now kathy sells rocks she sells crystals rocks and crystals um there's kind of to me <laughs> i work on a playground so to me i walk by a rock and it says hi can i have a ride for a while it's a rock <laughs> <laughs> a rock is a crystal and a crystal is a rock um i don't know um Aha, uh -huh. and now by my self-talk do not review that interview past is past now is now. There's now. nothing you do about the past. No. And be present and build for the future. Absolutely. You exactly. Do exactly. And this is one thing that my dad helped me grow up. Now, my dad was an amazing man. He was a man who um, was so dyslexic. He could not read at all. He would not hear vowels. So he would not hear love. He would just hear the L and the V. So he would not hear the vowels. He did not graduate from high school. He ended up going to get his GED through with my mom's help. Got his GED because he didn't get it until after he was married with my mom. Then he ended up putting himself through um, the basics of college so he can go to put himself through chiropractic college. And then he ran his own chiropractic business. So with that, that our story isn't always our story. Now, the man that I had as a dad was one that he, he was very intuitive. So he always knew that things weren't always the way that they were perceived. So he had a mantra that he would say, what I know at this minute is what I know. Later, tomorrow, the next day, I'll have other information that I would have made a different decision back a day or two ago. By the and way, so, oh, go ahead. 
so with that, I have to forgive myself for the information that I have now that I know now two days later because I didn't know it then and I made the best decision that I did with that information. And, you know, that's one thing, Bev, that I want you to remember that no matter what decision you have to do or anybody going through these crossroads, that at this minute in time, when you're making your best decision you can in that moment, that you make it, you breathe with it and you say, okay, at this minute in time, this is the information I can make because later I'll have other information that I could have made a different decision. And I didn't have that to make it then. And we have, and that's the thing about giving ourselves grace. You know, I do not, I did not do this. I had to do this a lot with my mom because there was days where I didn't sleep for 24 hours, especially towards the end. And I had to remember when I was making decisions, when I was so tired, was a mom, was a wife, you know, it was a hell of a year. I'm just going to say it was a fucked up hell of a year. Um, that as we were going through that, now, two years later, I would look back going, oh, I could have done, no, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I was so exhausted trying to do the better I could, taking care of someone. I'm not a caretaker. I'm a giver of care. <laughs> so I'm not a caretaker, I'm or a caregiver, I'm a giver of care. And so with that, that, that we can do these moments. So please breathe. That's why taking a breath and really making sure when we make that decision, sitting with it, that, okay, here I am. Here I am doing the better that I can. Do you realize that, by the way, let's go talk to Kathy again. Oh, goodness, love could be awesome that he moved through the story to create his own uh, blessed life. I got to tell you, now, if you talk about your dad, and by the way, the more you talk about him, the more thoroughly impressed I am because when he went, got through high school and he did not graduate, everybody around him in those days would have said, why didn't you graduate? What's the matter with you? You've got no skills. You're not going to be anything in life. You're going to be just, you're going to be a, uh, a, a ditch digger. You're not going to have a good job. He said bullshit to all of that. He got his GED. He went to college. Then he went to Palmer College, which is a very, very strict, difficult curriculum to become a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. It, it is just amazing that he had the intestinal fortitude to do that. So you're, you should, and I know you are, you should be extraordinarily proud of your dad. Uh, my, my dad and I, we, we finished each other's sentences. We had, we uh, were a team. Uh, I, you know, on Monday we talked about soul families and my dad and I were, we were a team. We still are a team. We, um, I don't want to call us connected at the hip, but but we're a team. And we've done many lifetimes together, many non-life spiritual work together. And, you know, as we go through life and, you know, that's the thing about my dad. You know, <laughs> I know because he was my light. You know, it's like he understood me when, you know, when I said, I can't read this. He says, I know. But it's not your story. You know, he says, don't worry about this. You have other ideas. Like my dad, he may not have been able to read. And by the way, my mom could read until 
both my dad and I came along. <laughs> we really messed her up. But my dad could rewire a house like no tomorrow. Matter of fact, there's one day I went down in the basement and there's a little bit of water in the basement. He put two boards down and he was working in the fuse box. In the, in the, um, <laughs> and, you know, he was working on it, working with the wires, rewiring in the food, in the, in the box, the panel box, you know, and he had no fear. You know, him and his brothers would go down and race a car, come back during halftime, change the engine out, and then win more races. You know, it's just, he may not have been able to read, but that, that stopped him from living who he was. Now, I can tell you in his chiropractic office, he was busy because people knew that when he touched them, he understood them. Because he, he did the work that his knowings told him to do, not what his mind told him what to do. Exactly. And, and he was... Uh... He was, he was a very gifted man, very gifted man, who, by the way, produced a very gifted daughter. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I know because I'm one, one and only from them, those my two wonderful parents. Like I said, I was safe in my home. Outside my home was not safe. A lot of people don't, aren't safe in their home, and they're safe outside of their home. I was safe in my home. Um, that my parents, they had kindness that was beyond, and I'm grateful for that. I'm I'm so grateful for that because it it shifted who I was. Even though I was shy and quiet, it shifted who I was. It gave me a chance to believe in me. I hear cards being shuffled. Cards being shuffled. Yes. So I'm asking, what do we? And it's the fairy deck. What can you help us to know about our future? Okay. Okay, they said stop. While you're doing that, I'm, Kathy just says, we are all unique with our own gifts and talents. Important to go forward and create our, ah, yes, blessed life. You know, he is here. Speaking of your dad, I assume. Mm -hmm. It's funny because... In this deck of cards was my papers that I was looking for for school <laughs> with passwords. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was unique. And it was on dairy, dairy, dietary change. Thank you. Dietary change. And I'm going to tell you, take me. Um, now, now I can't eat vinegar. So in the last two months, I've gone from uh, corn. No, not the corn wasn't necessarily. That's been, but it's increased where corn, dairy, and now vinegar. So we are all going through. So improving your diet, um, your life will also improve. So. The more we shift our diet. So those of us that are stuck with our mind telling us that, uh, <laughs> yeah, new guide at work. Um, 
Yes, it is actually. That um, as we walk through life and as we do life, that if we stay with those things that are not healthy for us, because I can tell you that even though I still want to eat my salad dressing and still eat ketchup, oh, it's tomatoes. It was tomatoes and, um, and vinegar in the last uh, six months or three months actually, that as I stopped eating those things, I can tell that I'm feeling lighter. I'm not feeling so toxic. Um, that doesn't mean that once in a while a donut slips through the cracks once in a while because, you know, because now I can't even have my chocolate chips. Um, and so with that, the, there's there's these things that as we change and if we keep eating that stuff that's not necessarily healthy for us, we don't get clearer visions about where we're going. So as we lighten up, because I can tell you as my intuitive gifts open up, my dietary my diet has had to change. Um, and it, and I'm going to be honest, I'm a meat eater. I can even tell now when um, I have to change how I'm getting my chicken and I can change how I'm getting my meat. I have to get it to where um, it's not store-bought anymore because of the way that it's sitting in my body, that it, it, it needs to have integrity how it was passed. So if you don't buy chicken in the store, where do you buy your chicken? You, um, I might be able to find a local, um, hunter or a local produce, um, person who produces them. Well, you've got lots of land. You can put up a little chicken coop. No. Okay. For one, I have a dog that loves to chase birds. Well, he'll just have to break him of that. No. So anyway, too, too, too instinctual. Um, uh, so, okay. Almost squirreling here. Distracted. Affirmations. Affirmations. And it was upside down. So that means that people are having a hard time remembering that what they speak for us, ourselves, it could be even things like I'm stupid, I'm dumb. Those are affirmations. So change our affirmations to, you know what, I'm just learning. I'm walking into a new job and I'm not going to know what I'm doing all the time. So I'm going to do the better that I can moment to moment as I learn. You know, what is your affirmation? What is your affirmation? So remember, negative affirmations. I'm stupid. I'm done. I don't know. I can't do this. All those are affirmations just as well as I'm positive. I can do this. Better make, I'm perfectly imperfect doing the better that I can. Affirmations make a difference. To lift up your thoughts and energy and to attract what is your desire, use positive affirmations. I'm creating a new story. What do I, what is going to come into my story that is magnificent? And picture a new, an empty book in front of you. Yes. You're going to have things like maybe your house, maybe your friends, maybe, you know, your dog or a cat. But what is your new story? Because even if you have your cat, you can still change the story and how you guys interact together. Because like my cat who keeps hissing at me because my energy is off. Now I'm talking to her with a purr. I'm talking to her with a, I'm grateful for you. You know, so I'm changing how I interact with her.
Yes, yes, yes. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, your wish is granted. So remember that half the time, because it was upside down, half the time we stop what we deserve. We stop what we deserve because we think less of ourselves. We don't think we deserve it. That's very yep. good. What, you, what you've asked for is coming true. What you've asked for. So remember, what have you asked for? So if, is your affirmation, my life is crazy? Well, that's your affirmation. You're getting crazy. <laughs> no, I'm asking for calmness. I'm asking for grace and ease. I'm asking for love. Did you notice that as I trans transitioned into this day, I didn't do it hardly. I mean, with a harshness, because I asked for grace and ease. I asked for love to come in. So I had those moments to doing that work. Okay, there's, where are you at? There's one more. Do some research. Was the next card. You need more information about this situation. Look into it um, farther before you proceed. So any time you walk into a no path, remember you're doing your research. Some of us have to do a research paper to figure out what we want to do. So if you're in the crossroads, remember what I told to Bev. Sit down. What are your pros and cons? What are your pros and cons? So if you have three situations, you'll have six sheets or six columns for each one, pros and cons. And if you get a con, find out what that con is about. Ask the deeper question. You know, uh, I can't do math. Well, why can't I do math? Because uh, a teacher told me I couldn't. Well, do I believe my teacher? Find out whys wise and i'm going to tell you there's also a math dyslexia <laughs> so don't be hard on yourself if math is hard for you because you may be dyslexic in math like i can't tell i can't tell time on a clock you know like going east coast to west coast time when i do sessions i usually tell people what my time is <laughs> because it's hard for me to to go backwards and frontwards <laughs> time okay so then this card popped out winter I know winter is a little bit of ways, but I can tell you that walking through the the hips and the bumps and the jumps and the and the and the um, knocks and the you know all those things that we're learning through the summer, that this winter time we're gonna find that we're clicking. It's kind of like a car that's a gear shift and you shift it into fifth gear and you're going down the freeway and you just kind of coast. I feel like that we're gonna be doing a little bit more. We'll find out the whys. It may not be life is easier, but we'll find the whys, and which will give us a little bit more, okay, I can manage the next steps in my life because I understand more the whys. By the way, Kathy says, nailed it, woman. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy, for your support. I'm grateful for you. We, her and I have done some walking together, and, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. So please, everyone, if you're needing, wanting, enjoying, not enjoying something, if you're wanting some assistance, I do have time in my schedule to do to have sessions.
It could be a half an hour. It could be just reaching out. Um, I'm creating boundaries so that hopefully that there's support with a session. And please let me know if you do need help because I love to support someone getting from point A to point B. And I know, Bev, we sat in a chair on a balcony one time having some deep conversations when we were down in Arizona. And uh, it did help some situations, I hope. And it helped me, I know, having conversations. So as we walk through life and as we do life, just remember that, that as we have these sessions and as we do our work, that we're perfectly imperfect, knowing that tomorrow we'll have different information that we would have done different. And as we dance through this dance and starting the new or going into a job that we've done before, but we're out of practice <laughs> and things have changed. So it's almost like starting a new job that we're going to be, we're going to have to sit on our butts a couple of times before we walk forward. You know, it, it's about life. It's about trying to do our better to do what we can do. So just believe that you're loved, create a new story by doing a new walk with your new affirmations. And Kathy closes with, for over 25 years, I've been around and worked with intuitive people when I really need insight. Oh, no, when I really need insight, I get a hold of Natasha Venter, AngelaClarifications.com. You should be on the radio. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Yes, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or my email is natasha at angelicclarifications.com. And by the way, Kathy had to go to the uh, post office and apparently decided that uh, she was going to put that off for a little while because she was having so much fun listening to you. <laughs> well, thank you, Kathy. <laughs> and blessings to you. And yes, I have you've been on my radar to get a hold of you, and I'm hoping I can do that very soon. So we'll talk soon. Very good. And thank you, Kathy. You, you're, you're awesome. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. It was really was a, a fun episode. And we went over time again. But that's again. I, th I feel like it was on purpose, though. Oh, <laughs> blessings to you both. The mailman showed up and took the Mother's Day card. Didn't have to go. Well, what do you know? <laughs> you know, and There's that's a coincidence. the thing. Exactly. Isn't that amazing how sometimes we get put into one direction and then it works out anyways? Yep. Yep. And often it happens more time than we'd like to admit sometimes. <laughs> I know. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of like me leaving the student with my principal that it's her birthday. And <laughs> it was like, oh, ouch. Sorry. And you made a baby, a young child cry. You know. <laughs> no, I, I can tell you though that that he's he's held himself together this year and i have been so impressed awesome awesome thank you everybody for participating and i just want to let you i just want to remind you that at the end of your life at the last day that you're alive don't have any regrets do everything now take care of yourself list don't listen to negative stories and everybody be well and be kind be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and do those things that are those internal callings to do. Thank you, Natasha. Especially if it's around love. Exactly. <laughs>
and go to lifeclarifications.com and find out more about Natasha. Or angelic clarifications.com. Sorry about that. That's Thank okay. You. We're here on life clarifications, angelic clarifications.com. See, and you, you, you can, you, you corrected me and I'm not offended at all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. Love Take to everyone. Be kind. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.